Section 37 of Ancient Poems, Ballads, and Songs of the Peasantry of England. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Felon Saw of Rockaby and the Friars of Richmond. This very curious ballad, or more properly metrical romance, was originally published by the late Dr. Whitaker in his History of Craven, from an ancient manuscript which was supposed to be unique. Whittaker's version was transferred to Evans' Old Ballads, the editor of which work introduced some judicious conjectural emendations. In reference to this republication, Dr. Whittaker inserted the following note in the second edition of his history. This tale, saith my manuscript, was known of old to a few families only, and by them held so precious that it was never entrusted to the memory of the son till the father was on his deathbed. But times are altered, for since the first edition of this work, a certain bookseller, the late Mr. Evans, has printed it verbatim, with little acknowledgment to the first editor. He might have recollected that the felon Sewer had been already reclaimed property vested. However, as he is an ingenious and deserving man, this hint shall suffice. History of Craven, 2nd edition, London, 1812. When Sir Walter Scott published his poem of Rockaby, Dr. Whitaker discovered that the felon Soa was not of such exceeding rarity as he had been led to suppose, for he was then made acquainted with the fact that another manuscript of the unique ballad was preserved in the archives of the Rokeby family. This version was published by Scott, who considered it superior to that printed by Whitaker, and it must undoubtedly be admitted to be more complete, and, in general, more correct. It has also the advantage of being authenticated by the traditions of an ardent family, while of Dr. Whitaker's version we know nothing more than it was printed from a manuscript in his possession. The readings of the Rockaby manuscript, however, are not always to be preferred, and in order to produce as full and accurate a version as the materials would yield, the following text has been founded upon a careful collation of both manuscripts. A few alterations have been adopted, but only when the necessity for them appeared to be self-evident, and the orthography has been rendered tolerably uniform. For there is no good reason why we should have Soa, Sho, and Syke in some places, and the more modern forms of Sow, She, and Such in others. If the manuscripts were correctly transcribed, which we have no ground for doubting, they must both be referred to a much later period than the era when the author flourished. The language of the poem is that of Craven in Yorkshire, and although the composition is acknowledged on all hands to be one of the reign of Henry Seventh, the provincialisms of that most interesting mountain district have been so little affected by the spread of education that the felon Soa is at the present day perfectly comprehensible to any Craven peasant, and to such a reader neither note nor glossary is necessary. Dr. Whitaker's explanations are, therefore, few and brief, for he was thoroughly acquainted with the language and the district. Scott, on the contrary, who knew nothing of the dialect, and confounded its pure Saxon with his lowland Scotch, gives numerous notes, which only display his want of the requisite local knowledge, and are, consequently, calculated to mislead. The felon saw belongs to the same class of composition as The Hunting of the Hare, reprinted by Weber, and The Tournament of Tottenham, in Percy's Relique. Scott says that the comic romance was a sort of parody upon the usual subjects of minstrel poetry. This idea may be extended, for the old comic romances were in many instances not merely sorts of parodies, but real parodies on compositions which were popular in their day, 
although they have not descended to us. We certainly remember to have met with an old chivalric romance in which the leading incidents were similar to those of the Felonsoa. It may be observed also, in reference to this poem, that the design is twofold, the ridicule being equally aimed at the minstrels and the clergy. The author was, in all probability, a follower of Wycliffe. There are many sly satirical allusions to the Romish faith and practices in which no orthodox Catholic would have ventured to indulge. Ralph Rokeby, who gave the sow to the Franciscan friars of Richmond, is believed to have been the Ralph who lived in the reign of Henry VII. Tradition represents the baron as having been a fellow of infinite jest, and the very man to bestow so valuable a gift on the convent. The mistress Rokeby of the ballad was, according to the pedigree of the family, a daughter and heiress of Danby, of Yaforth. Friar Theobald cannot be traced, and therefore we may suppose that the monk had some other name. The minstrel author, albeit a Wycliffeite, not thinking it quite prudent, perhaps, to introduce a priest in propria persona. The story is told with spirit, and the verse is graceful and flowing. Fit the first. Ye men that will of honours win, that late within this land hath been, avon I will you tell, and of a sore that was sea strang, alas that ever show lived sea lang, for fell folk did show well. Show was mare than other three, the grisliest beast that e'er mote be, her head was great and grey. Show was bred in Rokeby wood, there were few that thither you'd but cam belive away. Her walk was endlang Greta side, was no barn that called her bide, that was for heaven or hell. Na, never man that had that might, that ever durst come in her sight, for force it was sea fell. Rafe of Rokeby, with full gold will, the freers of Richmond have give her till, full well to gar them fair. Freer Middletone by name, he was sent to fetch her hame, it rayed him sign full sair. With him took he white men too, Peter of Dale was on of though, t'other was Brian of Bear. That well durst strike with sword and knife, and fight full manly for their life, what time as musters were. These three men wended at their will, this wicked sewer, Gwihil they come till, ligand under a tree. Rugged and rustic was her hair, shall raise up with a felon fair, to fight again the three. Grisly was show for to meet, shall rave the earth up with her feet, the bark come fra the tree. When freer Middletone her saw, wet yo well, he list not laugh, full earnestful looked he. These men of ancestors were so white, they bound them boldly for to fight, and strake at her full sair, until a kiln they guard her flee. Would God send them the victory, they would ask him na mere. The server was in the kiln hoil doon, and they were on the bock aboon, for hurting of their feet. They were sea salted with this sewer, that mang them was a stalworth stewer. The kiln began to reek, durst no man nigh her with his hand, but put a rape down with a wand, and helted her full meat. They hauled her forth again her will, quenil they come until a hill, a little fra the street. And there show made them psych fray, as had they lived until Domesday, they could it ne'er forget. Show braided upon every side, and ran on them gaping full wide, for nothing will show let. 
Shall gaff syke hard braids at the band that Peter of Dale had in his hand, he might not hold his feet. Shall chased them see to and fro, the white men never wear say woe, their measure was not meet. Shall bound her boldly to abide, to Peter of Dale shall come aside, with money a hideous yell. Shall gaped sea wide, and cried see he, the freer said, I conjure thee, thou art a fiend of hell. Thou art combed hider for some train, I conjure thee to go again where thou was wont to dwell. He sane at him with cross and creed, took forth the book, began to read, in St. Johann his gospel. The sower show would not Latin hear, but rudely rushed at the freer, that blinked all his blee. And when show would have taken hold, the freer leapt as I a chess would, and bealed him with a tree. She was brim as any bear, for all their meat to labour there, to them it was no boot. On tree and bush that by her stood, she vengeed her as she were wood, and raved them up by root. He said, Alas, that I were freer, I shall be hugged asunder here, hard is my destiny. Wist my brethren in this hour, that I was set in Sykes tower, they would pray for me. This wicked beast that wrought the woe, took that rape from the other two, and then they fled all three. They fled away by Watling Street, they had no succour but their feet, it was the mere pity. The field it was both lost and won, the sower went home, and that full soon, to Morton on the green. When Rafe of Rokeby saw the rape, he wist that there had been debate, whereat the sower had been. He bade them stand out of her way, for show had had a sudden fray. I saw never sower see keen, some new thingis shall we hear, of her in middle tone the freer, some battle hath there been. But all that served him for naught, had they not better succour sought, they were served therefore low. Then Mistress Rockaby came anon, and for her brought show meat full soon, the sower came her on too. Show gave her meat upon the flower, show made a bed beneath a bower, with moss and broom besprent. The sower was gentle as mote be, ne rage ne ire flashed fra her e, show seemed well content. Fit the second. When freer Middletone come home, his braiders were full fain ilchone, and thanked God for his life. He told them all unto the end, how he had foughten with a fiend, and lived through mickle strife. We gave her battle half a day, and was fain to flee away for saving of our life. And Peter Dale would never blin, but ran as fast as he could rin, till he came till his wife. The warden said, I am full woe that yow should be torment so, but we had with yow been. Had we been there, yow brothers all, we would have guard the warlow fall that wrought yow all this teen. Freer Middleton, he said soon, nay, in faith ye would have ran away when most mister had been. Ye all can spake saft words at home, the fiend will ding yow doon ilk on, and it be all's I ween. He looked say greasily all that night, the warden said, Yon man will fight if ye say aught but good. Yon guest hath grieved him, see sore. Hold your tongues and speak no more. He looks all's he were of a wood. The warden wagered on the morn, two boldest men that ever were born, I wain, or e'er shall be, 
tone was Gilbert Griffin's song. Full mickle worship had he won, both by land and sea. T'other a bastard son of Spain, Mony a Saracen had he slain, His dint had garred them die. They smen the battle undertook, Again the sewer, as saith the book, And sealed security, That they should boldly bide and fight, And scomfit her in main and might, Or therefore should they die. The warden sealed to them again, And said, If ye in field be slain, This condition make I, We shall for yow pray, sing and read, Until Domesday, with hearty speed, With all our progeny. Then the letters were well made, The bonds were bound, with seals braid, As deeds of arms should be. These men at arms that were say white, And with their armour burnished bright, They went the sewer to see. So made at them psych a roar, That for her they fear it sore, And all maist bound to flee. So come running them again, And saw the bastard son of Spain, He braided out his brand, Full spiteously at her he strake, Yet for the fence that he called make, Shall strike it through his hand, And rave asunder half his shield, And bear him backward in the field, He mout not her gain stand. Shall would have riven his privet gear, But Gilbert with his sword of war, He strake at her full strang. In her shouther he held the sword, Then was Gilbert sore afeard, When the blade brack in twang, And one in hand he had her tain, Sho took him by the shouther bane, and held her hold full fast. Sho strays he stiffly in that stour, Sho bit through all his rich armour, till blood come out at last. Then Gilbert grieved was he, sir, that he rave off the hide of hair, the flesh came fra the bane, and with force he held her there, and won her worthily in war, and banned her him alane. And lift her on a horse, see he, into two panniers made of a tree, and to Richmond anon. When they saw the felon come, they sang merrily Te Deum, the freers every one. They thanked God and St. Francis, that they had won the beast of Pris, and ne'er a man was slain. There never did man more manly than Knight Maroon or Sir Guy, nor Louis of Lothraine. If ya will any more of this, the frayery at Richmond, written it is, in parchment good and fine, how freer Middletone see hend at Greta Bridge conjured a fiend in likeness of a swine. It is well known to many a man that freer Theobald was warden than, and this fell in his time. And Christ them bless both fair and ne'er, all that for solace this doe hair, and him that made the rhyme. Rafe of Rokeby, would full God will, the freers of Richmond gav her till. This soul to mend their fare. Freer Middleton, by name, he would bring the felon hame that rewed him full sair. End of The Felon Sower of Rokeby and the Freers of Richmond. Recording by Stephen Harvey.